Welcome horror fans to the Horror Arena. Here, our horror experts represent their chosen horror legends in formal debate to determine who would win in the ultimate showdown for horror supremacy. I'm your ring host, Angela, and this is Bloodbath. We'd also like to extend a huge welcome to our special guest, Bloodbath judge, Aaron Reese. Hello. Welcome. And without further ado, take it away, ring announcer. It's going to be a gruesome genetic grudge match tonight, folks. In this corner, represented by champion Alex, straight from the shallowest end of the gene pool and with a family tree that's perpetually pruned, it's the inbred cannibalistic survivalist psychos of wrong turn. And in this corner, represented by the challenger Johnny O, the government was testing nuclear bombs and they wanted them out, but they soft their way straight into being the most mutated monstrosities this side of the Mississippi. It's the insane desert-dwelling cannibals of the Hills Have Eyes. May the worst flesh-eating sister-cousin lover win. The official time and rule keeper for our debate will be weekend horror producer and editor, me, Angela. Thank you, me. All right, combatants, I want a clean fight. No traps allowed in the ring, and Geiger counters have been freshly installed. Each debater will have one minute to present their opening statement. Then each will have three minutes to present their three best points. They will then get three minutes to rebut the points of their opponent. Then each will get one minute for their closing statements. As the last official debate winner, Alex will call the coin toss in the air. Winner of the toss determines the lead. All right, Alex, you ready? Yup. I got the coin. Yup. And call it in the air. Tails. Tails never fails. It never does. Never fails. Look at that. Oof. All right. I Your guess, choice. I guess. I guess I'll just. I'll get it out of the way. I'll go first. All right. Time will commence when you begin speaking. You have one minute. They say that a family that eats dinner together stays together. But what about a family that eats other families? They must be really strong. Well, they are, and they are really good at what they do. Tonight's champs reign from a franchise spanning six films with around 65 kills that we see and evidence of many more sprinkled throughout. With an impressive range of hunting skills that would make Hemingway blush and a need to feed on human flesh, this family has turned their skills to quickly and efficiently Dispatch of anyone unfortunate enough to wander into their neck of the woods. With a little help from the old man and the sheer stupidity of teenagers, this family has been able to keep a whole family fed and happy and even may have gained slightly superhuman abilities from their lifestyle. When this family asks to have you for dinner, you should politely decline and leave as quickly as possible. But be careful. These woods are hard to navigate and it's getting dark. Make sure you don't make a wrong turn. Thank you, Alex. Johnny, you have one minute for your opening statement. (sighs) Go on a family trip, they said. See the desert, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Though we've not made any miscalculations in our directions, little did they know that the hills have eyes. Tonight, we have Cannibal v. Cannibal and a winner-eats-all showdown. Now my opponent will try and dazzle you with special effects, plot armor, and the sultry Eliza Dusku. But what he will fail to do is present a solid case as he takes a wrong turn. The Hills Have Eyes, also known as the King of All Cannibals, would have no issue dispensing with the Kentucky Backwoods Hillbillies with strategy, surprising stealth, and quick wit. Simply put, 
Papa Jupiter and gang will have little to no resistance in bread brew. Thank you, Johnny. Alex, you have three minutes to state your three points. All right. I'm going to start off these three points here with one of the most obvious, the absolute brutality of the family that is headed by one of the most brutal motherfuckers in the horror genre, um, Three Fingers. Um, the brutality of this man alone could stand up to the entire family that Papa Jupiter presents who have just in turn actually there's some of them that actually kill each other i believe through some of the uh the shenanigans um the brutality of three fingers and his gang in the first movie alone is unmatched though but throughout the franchise we see around 65 kills as i stated before there's evidence of many more as we see yards and yards of cars that are empty and rusting um the number of mutants to kills in this franchise absolutely surpasses everything you're looking at about 65 kills um which is about three times the amount that you see in the hills have eyes with about half the mutants uh so the brutality of the family um is unmatched in that in that respect uh something else that i want to bring up is their their hunting skills uh kind of goes along with the brutality statement before the patience, um, the ranged weaponry. We see a weapon utilized in the franchise, that being the bow and arrow, which is absolutely badass. And the traps, uh, some of the traps that this family lays for their victims are meant to do one thing and one thing only, and that is to fucking maim, and they do. A third thing I'd like to bring up is the fact that we do see some type of superhuman ability in the way of regeneration. Back to Three Fingers. Um, you watch this mutant go into and come out of explosions, um, being stabbed and all sorts of other things. And he seems to walk through it and come out the other end without a scratch. Um, it takes a lot to take this guy down. And there is even evidence at the end of one of the movies that states that he may not have been taken down for good. Um, so when it comes to this family, there's no way that the insane unplanned antics of the bloodthirsty nuclear mutants would stand up to the patience the traps that the family would be able to lay down and the absolute skills that they bring to the table in the way of um needing to do one thing and that's eat humans and they do it very very well i yield my time thank you alex johnny you now have three minutes to state your three points Hmm. Interesting. The three things that I would like to bring to your attention are the intellect. Don't let the fact that these mutated monsters are the result of government nuclear testing fool you. Papa Jupiter and his band of misfits are as cunning as they are grotesque. Trapping, tracking, and brute force cement their position as top dogs. Expertly stalking the Kentucky sister fuckers will prove little issue to the mutated muck. Second, using the stresses of radiation... Papa and gang have a combination of super strength, as demonstrated by Pluto's ability to lift a grown man, agility, as demonstrated by Lizard's ability to leap from hill to hill, and tenacity outmatched by none. The monsters that run the Nevada desert will have little issue disposing of the hillbillies. And last, the lost mining town of Nevada shows its ability to handle any and all stressors. Having survived multiple nuclear blasts, decades of radiation poisoning, and the harsh conditions of the Nevada desert, 
Papa and his merry band of, of Hannibals have grown accustomed to surviving even the harshest conditions. And I yield. Thank you, Johnny. Alex, you now have three minutes for your rebuttal. Okay, those were some points, I suppose. Um, let's start with intellect. They had an opportunity to not be exposed to the radiation in the first place. Um, and that that right there kind of shows you where they're at. Um, but without picking on that point alone, the intellect situation comes into play. You are correct. But there is also a problem in that is they are smart, but they're also very bloodthirsty and they enjoy killing and they kind of tend to lose their mind in kind of a blood frenzy when they do get into it. There are many instances that you see that these nuclear mutants are dispatched um, because they might not be paying enough attention to what's actually going on around them. Unlike uh, Three Finger and his gang who are spending all of their time coming up with traps uh, and be, they, they want to they eat more than they want to kill. They're better at killing because they're more focused on the need and not so much the fun. Um, you had a second point, but I didn't really catch what it was. Can you remind me what your second point was? Helps if I unmute the microphone, doesn't it? Mm. He's just wasting time. I'm sorry. Uh, the stresses of radiation. <laughs> stresses of radiation. Again, I mean, that's something that, it, in my mind, that would be more of a disability. It gives them these deformities that they have that, and some of the characters that you see can't even get up out of a chair. So who knows what what kind of um, handicap that would put on a person being nuclearly radiated i mean there was what there was at least two characters that couldn't even walk because they were so malformed um and that kind of brought you to the uh the harsh desert and having to survive and and being in this really hard area to kind of live in and that takes a lot of the focus away from what they're trying to do here so you've got the wrong turn cannibals who have been able to live in a temperate climate where they can hone their skills and use the the arena around them they've been able to have time outside of having to survive or having to be radiated and sick they're actually just inbred they've got their abilities from um things other than nuclear you know what i'm stumbling over myself here because it's hard to kind of get away from the fact that being nuclearly radiated and malformed so badly that you have to survive seems to be more of a handicap to me then you you see these guys who have become superhuman in the way of having things like regeneration um, and being able to survive uh, without the help of nuclear chemicals. Seems Time. More... Thank you, Alex. Johnny, you now have three minutes for your rebuttal. Again, it helps if you unmute. <sighs> Going over my opponent's three points. He might as well have just said, Johnny, I concede to you. The point of brutality? Really? Have you not seen the hills have eyes? After our wording strangers, Lizard and gang kill, maim, and steal a baby because, you know, that's a future snack. The amount of bloodthirsty kills that happen throughout the franchise of the hills have eyes is unmatched. Yes, you have your cute little 
teenage boppers getting off in the woods by some hillbilly redneck. Nobody gives a shit, okay? That's just the dumbed-down version of deliverance. And your traps, please. Did you see what happened to the Hills Have Eyes monsters when getting hands chopped off, getting shot with shotguns, maimed by dogs? Yeah, that's right. They got back up. One guy got blown up, and he gets back up. Sure, it was a remake, but who cares? It's still part of the universe. And your superhuman ability. Good. You got to give me a break here. No more superhuman abilities are needed than those from the Hills Have Eyes. These guys literally pick people up single-handedly jump all nimbly bimbly from tree to tree they may not drink milk from a saucer but they'll drink the blood of the hillbillies in kentucky and i yield thank you johnny <clears throat> alex you now have one minute for your closing statement well you're supposed to follow that up but you know in conclusion, the nuclear mutants are more handicapped than anything. Having to focus on surviving uh, rather than focusing on the main goal, which is eating, which is something that the cannibals in Wrong Turn have perfected. They take their regenerative, regenerative abilities with them as they would easily pick up and put down so many of these nuclear mutants as the humans did in the Hills Have Eyes movies, also utilizing things around them uh, as traps and being able to sneak up on their opponents, the wrong turn mutants would easily overpower the weak, bubbly, incapacitated nuclear mutants of the Hills Have Eyes. Thank you, Alex. Johnny, you have one minute for your closing statement. As I have aptly demonstrated the superiority of Papa Jupiter and his monstrous family, your decision is an easy one. With augmented strength, speed, stamina, agility, and numbers, the monsters in the hills put too many challenges to those who simply exist because of a lack of non-familial sex partners. Simply put, the hills have eyes presents far more frightening challenges to the throne of top cannibals. As I stated, my opponent attempted to dazzle you with wondrous fairy tales of the hillbilly and his appetite for flesh. However, nothing proves more dangerous, more cunning, more hungry than the mutated monsters of the hills have eyes. Thank you, Johnny. All right. Is it time for us to take our headphones off? It is. Oh, time. It is hold on, time. that's fine. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna research uh, logical fallacies here. Fallacies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be mad because you're you're not. No. Right. Look, headphones coming off. Do 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 do. All right. <laughs> well, Johnny, what was it from? I can't remember. Spaceballs. That's right. That's right. Oh. My bad. I got did... <laughs> The uh, it was uh, Mel Brooks. Okay, so uh, Wait, it, it was huh? Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks when Mel Brooks did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the spaceball salute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. All right. All right, so that was an interesting, uh, interesting debate, and I actually I don't know about y'all, but I'm actually I'm actually kind of divided. So maybe you guys can help because they both brought up. Uh, they're both pretty much equal. But Alex brought up a point that may have more weight than, but Johnny also brought up a point. So in, in, essentially it was that the, in, from, from what I heard, the Hills Have Eyes mutants um, are used to extreme survivalism. 
So like no resources whatsoever. So whereas the the wrong turn cats, they're used to like deep forest woodland where resources are plenty. You know, as far as like where there's people, but where you know, where they, they don't have people, they can hunt animals and they can also take from the vegetation, which none of that shit is out there in the desert. So, right. so yeah. they're used to that extreme that extreme survival, which kind of gives them an edge no matter where they're gives them edge no matter where they're fighting, because yeah. they don't need to. I mean, they're used to not having to stop for supplies and stuff because they're so used to going. You know, they're so, so used to the scarcity. Right. If you can survive with nothing, then you can survive when there is plenty. Exactly. And so, whereas if you take the, the, the wrong Hills guys and you put them the wrong, the wrong turn guys, and you put them out there in the desert, they're, they're in a world of hurt. So there's that situation. But on the converse, Alex brought up a point that was really, really interesting. That was the, the wrong turn uh, cannibals are very are extremely family oriented oriented when you go by the uh when you go by the franchise it's really a big family ritual thing that they have going on so it's always the family first survival of the family whereas he's correct in asserting that the hills have eyes you know mutants tend to lose their shit and you know they they get kind of bloodthirsty and rather reckless like you know they kind of get tunnel vision when they get going and so well there may be more of them they're not as coordinated and sometimes they'll go off on their own or they'll do stuff. They don't really communicate that well. Whereas on the wrong and on wrong turn, they communicate extremely well, like hunters coordinating for a kill. So there's the, those are the two points. I can't decide which one uh, outweighs the other. So what do you guys think? Yeah, I was kind of along the same lines when they were discussing environments. Um, this, I mean, just like, training olympians and harsher climates yeah. than they're going to be in so as far as climate goes if we're weighing on that i gotta go hills have eyes my, the same point with you on how they interact and they cooperate because in the hills have eyes there's actually kind of a dog eat dog attitude within the group that stems from papa because he they tend to turn on each other at a moment's right. notice um and that's how they've been raised. Uh, the one thing I got to give to Alex, I mean, he pointed out the fact that they've got the higher kill rate with the lower, the lower number of people. If anything, to me, mm-hmm. that's actually plays well off the fact that the others aren't going to cooperate. Um, that, Makes them extremely efficient at killing. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're the the closest they came. And the hills have eyes to really hyper cooperation was with the radios but in dealing with each other they put each other down they steal from each other so um as i I see that as a major minus for hills have eyes a big plus for uh wrong turn and then um just he talked about you know superhuman abilities i wouldn't go superhuman because some of those shots if you practice day in day out with with some of the equipment they use you're going to be an expert and like the firearm he's not that great with it but he hits and i mean it's a shotgun so it's got some advantage but that bow and arrow he that was deadly accurate at the distance yeah i've known bow hunters that are out there every weekend during the season that couldn't hit that accurately um so overall i mean if it was a numbers game hills have eyes has the advantage but as soon as it starts breaking down, I mean, even the least little bit of problem, 
yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go with the hillbilly, and that's not just that's not just me talking about my people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I think that the turning on each other is going to end up being just that. Like they're right. gonna end up taking out themselves with a little help <laughs> from uh, wrong turn. I think yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree because if they, even if it was just like like intertribal like you know competition where they where they they you know, where there's kind of a pecking order and they're constantly fighting like like a pack of wild dogs. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they just don't act like a pack of wild dogs. They act like a bunch of dogs constantly fighting for the last bone. So they're not con- really concerned, and they and they do get kind of tunnel vision. Like right. you know, they're not they're, really they're, cooperative at all. Right. Like the, the best example of that was when um, the 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 big fight team was going on when the when the when the, it, this was in the remake in the Zack Snyder or no no the, in the other remake um, in the remake not Zack Snyder it was the other guy that anyway when the big fight was going down in the house and the hydrocephalic one was stuck in the chair and then the big bruiser had, you know was they had that fight and that guy allowed that fight to drag through the house and eventually get him outside which left the hydrocephalic one vulnerable to the dog. So they get so tunnel vision, they don't, they're, they're not, they're not situationally aware as, as good as they could be. And so, whereas the Hills have uh, the wrong turn boys, those guys know those woods and they are always situationally because they're always hunting and because they're always on the hunt for whatever resources they can get. And you got to give them to them in that respect. When you're, when you're putting the two against one another, one of the doggy dog against the hyper coordination of this cannibal family who they know constantly know where each other are and they don't need radio because this is backwood stuff. I I mean, they, they don't need radios. You can do it with vocalizations and super stealthy and, you know, expert hunters from probably since they were, they could walk. So got to give it to that. The, the family organization is dangerous as fuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hills have eyes. They are, the, I mean, wrong turn. They're just out to kill and eat. If you watch them, they don't really. They're they're rough about it, but I mean, that's kind of hunting to mm-hmm. a degree. Um, but they tend to just kill and eat. And the hills have eyes. They're sadistic, and that goes towards their own people or outsiders. And that's tactically a disadvantage to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any other um, input? Because I think uh, I think we've I think, come to our decision. I think we're in agreement on. Uh, on wrong turn yeah 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 agreement okay and so the so the the uh assessment on that one is just that the the family organization of wrong turn the ability Bring to, back. the ability well one second the ability to coordinate versus the hills have eyes uh, you know almost dog eat dog kind of mentality that they were raised in so it just they just when you put them up against one another they're just going to get outmatched because you need to be able to rely on each other in these group fights. And when it comes down to it, you just won't be able to do that. The coordination will outmatch because ultimately every fight's going to turn into one-on-one. So they yeah. need that. Could they go into a one-on-three? They're going to wind up drawing one out into a trap and then descending on them like, you know, like a pack. So, yeah. So I think we, we, uh, we got a good decision there. Good. I don't know what John, I, I don't know what Johnny's trying to get your attention for. I was bored. I wanted somebody to talk to <laughs> Alec, he, was, he was trying to message you in the private chat. Oh, I didn't even see it. <laughs> oh, shit, <sorry. laughs> Aaron, 
batteries. He's killing me with nu- <laughs> nuclear. Nuclear. <laughs> nuclear weapons. Nuclear All right. So, vessels. So, so this was a tight one. So this was a so we do have a decision. We do have a winner. I'll tell you that's I'll tell you no that flat. there's no draw here. It can't be. There's only three votes. Well, I could have been undecided. No. <laughs> I can't decide. We know you are. It's a mistrial. Do it again. Now, um, so there is we do have a winner. And but this was a tight one because obviously, you know, you know, cannibals strong like this, but the winner is but and well, it came down to one point, one point that was brought up decided the winner in this one. And that winner is Alex and wrong turn. Oh my god, what <laughs> this is a fix. Horseshit. So so yeah, I'm paying so, the judges. So it came down to this. Johnny made some fantastic points about the physicality and how dangerous the Hills Have Eyes cats are. And bringing up the point that they are so used to scarcity because of the extremes of their environment that you put them in, if you were to put them in another environment that had more resources, then they could operate just as well there as they would in the desert. Because resource, you know, resource allocation, you know, when it's lush, they, they don't have to worry about it because they're used to scarcity. So they can still operate at peak potential, whereas you take the the, the wrong turn boys, put them in the desert, they're in a world of hurt. They, I mean, they're going to be in trouble. The problem is, is that Alex brought up the point about family coordination, about being able to coordinate in the woods. The Hills Have Eyes guys are more reliant on technology than the wrong turn guys are. Wrong turn boys are those backwoods Appalachian, you know, deep in the woods. They don't use radios. They don't use any kind of like major communication. They don't drive cars. They don't even use horses. And so they're like straight as far as like you can compare it to as Native Americans. Whereas the Hills Have Eyes, these guys live off of other people's shit. So, and that's well, that's one thing. That family coordination is necessary for their survival. They have to be able to coordinate and communicate in any given environment. And they're they're better at doing it than the dog-eat-dog mentality of the Hills Have Eyes crew because that's the way they're raised. Plus, they're more concerned that they're more sadistic in meeting out, you know, harm to the than the wrong turn guys, because the wrong turn guys is predominantly about hunting and eating. So the sadism and the doggy dog mentality, when when put up against that coordinated family uh, pack mentality, where everybody is constantly aware of what's going on, situational awareness, that just ultimately will uh, it will work against the hills have eyes guys. Special we just get, there was a whole wrong turn movie dedicated to special reasoning why they mm-hmm. need to reproduce. They focused on reproducing. That was it. Was I was trying to work in the whole like, like exactly like you're saying. They focus solely on they learn like we need to reproduce. This is family. We have to work together to stay alive. And the fact that the the nuclear uh, <laughs> it was they were just they were mutated and they just wanted to fucking kill for fun. Yeah, the the sadistic part of it is works against them because they spend more time too much. They spend in a fight like that. They're too focused on the wrong thing in that fight. And the, and as you see in like six movies, four movies of, of The Hills Have Eyes, six movies of Wrong Turn, if you don't include the, the, the reboot. But in those six films, those cats never get distracted. 
which is the reason why three finger is three finger is so successful. You don't see him getting distracted by shit. And nobody gets nobody really gets the drop on three finger, which is why it's never really confirmed that he's dead. Well, kind of. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, do the other judges uh, other like judges I have said, any point? Dazzled with plot armor. <laughs> uh yeah i was in agreement with them i mean we had a lot of the same points uh arguments about environment and the fact hills have eyes would come out on top of that but it's like he said um they have that dog eat dog mentality in a normal you know pack environment if they establish dominance and it stayed that way with the occasional flare up to be one thing but it's constant and you know the same the same characteristics that they exhibit towards their prey they exhibit towards each other and i mean it's just it's a tactical advantage you've got small groups all the time that have taken out larger ones i mean you've got trojan horse navy seals i mean the one that exploits a tactical advantage wins and that's just that's kind of where i landed on it angela anything from you i'm just hitting the same points it was really more about the communication that that would uh Bullshit. It was about Eliza Dusku's ass. <laughs> hey, hey, don't knock factor. it. Don't knock it. Emily, Emily DeRabbit's got a pretty nice ass, too. Okay? True. True. Yeah, but nobody, nobody remembers Emily de, de, de whatever the fuck her name is. Everybody remembers Eliza Dusku, okay? But only because she was in Buffy. Only because she was first thing made. she was in, and they would have no idea. And That's what's his fuck? That other the one true year. lies, but she was really young, and then... That doesn't count... So we so it, it would be a it would be hard fought and it would be nasty as hell. It's just that when you look at from the like like Aaron was talking oh, about the you tactic, don't have to plot armor it up, you don't have the, to no, it, the, the, the tactical yeah. the tactical advantage that the wrong turn uh the wrong turn hillbillies have just outweighs and if, if for example, the best example we brought up was essentially in the in the uh the Hills Have Eyes remake. When in the remake uh, the, there was a, the big fight scene that was going on in the house after the father was talking to the hydrocephalic one in the chair. So he's talking to the hydrocephalic one, and then the big bruiser comes out. And it's, it's just a knockdown, drag-out fight. Well, that fight goes, goes all over the house and eventually spills outside. And that's where he ends up you know, He get, it ends up turning the tables and killing him. Well, he, the, the, no. the mutant no, was... that's not what happens. Oh, he had, or he ends up stabbing him in the head with that stupid flag. With the, with the flag, but the right. problem was the the problem was this, the problem was this, the fight the the uh, the mutant that was so tunnel visioned on killing him, that he left his he, he left his uh, disabled brother unprotected, and that's why the dog was able to get him. Right. If he'd been focused more on getting to a to a better location for fighting, and keeping his obviously much smarter brother alive, that would have worked out better for the mutants. But that's not what happened. He got tunnel vision, got himself killed, and then the other one outside got smoked when he busted his knee and then hit him in the head with a pickaxe. But of course, hydrocephalic dude, you know, taken out by a dog because his brothers are too dumb or too tunnel visioned, too bloodthirsty to to ensure his his protection. That's the problem there. So because they're not raised right, they're not raised like a family. They're raised like uh, dogs fighting over the last bone. Yet we still have dogs. Listen, Johnny, just it's family values. <laughs> it's family values. <laughs> you should understand. 
family values what won the day. No, I get it. I understand. I, understand. I, I accept I accept my defeat by plot armor and Elias B. Oh, you know what? I'll use whatever kind of armor is on hand and that's what I have. All right. Take it any way you can. But but excellent arguments on both sides. That was really, really good. Um so well done, both of y'all. Congratulations, Alex. Awesome. Hey, look at that. We're all good. <laughs> We're going to look at this in five years and be like, remember that one time Alex held reigning champion on Bloodbath? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's going to be good. You're going up against you're going up against Eugene next. For the first time in a long time. Oh, that's going to be good. This is going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to this now. one. <laughs> Big time. All right. Well, congrats again, Alex. And uh, this is uh, next one's going to be solid. I can't wait for it. And that, Horror Fiends, concludes another glorious Bloodbath debate. A huge thank you to our special patron judge for joining us. Let us know in the comments or at weekendhorror at gmail.com if you agree or disagree with the results. Stay tuned for when we announce our next two combatants. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next month. And as always, stay scared. Ha <laughs> ha!